0: Hi everyone, um I am Naomi Kago, Naomi K for, um, for short, and then um um what can I say? My title has so many. Okay. Presently, as we are speaking, I am Miss Global International from Dubai. Um I won this title in um August 2021. So as we are speaking, I'm the reigning queen and the present Miss Global 2021. And I'm a former Miss Africa in Turkey in 2016. I happened to be the winner. And um, in 2018, I went to Albania to represent Sierra Leone as usual. And then I was able to get a special award called Miss, Miss Red Charity. So, um, yeah. So those are my crowns um, so far
1: It's killing. And today on Diversified Game, you guys know I'm rocking it all the way. Got the flag. Sierra Leone is in the house uh, for all my other fellow citizens. Hello. I'm a I'm double sim. But my guest today is also has her flag. (laughs) Naomi Kay, and her links will be in the description box, whether you are listening on iTunes or our new partner at African Young Voices, or if you're on YouTube or everywhere else this may go out, Naomi Kay is going to give us the game on having so many titles as a pageant woman, uh, Miss Global, one of them, from Sierra Leone all the way to Dubai, and she's expanding. So Naomi,
0: welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm great, Colin, thank you, thanks
1: for having me. Well, thank you for coming on and willing to have such an open conversation. I want it to start though with, you know, a lot of people in Sierra Leone and even West Africa, maybe all of Africa say, I need to fall bush. I need to get out of my country. I don't know how the opportunities are much greater other places. You've been to multiple countries. How did you take doing pageants and just, you know, being you and to get out of Sierra Leone? And how has it impacted you as a businesswoman, as a, you know, just as a, a person t-
0: altogether? Um, well, it has been quite tough. I'll not lie about it. You know, um, the moment you step your foot out of your country, it's you just you just have to be and be prepared for everything that comes your way, you might have to face a lot of challenges. I faced it. But one thing I always believe, um, as long as I'm breathing, I never give up. You know, I, I grab and make use of every single opportunity I come across. So yeah, so in 2014, and uh, I left Sierra Leone. Back then, uh, we had um, the, the Ebola. It was very severe. And then being a public um, figure, I was like scared. Like, okay, I have a lot of friends, you know. Anytime I go out, like, I, I need to shake um people's hands. If I don't do that, like, it's gonna be a problem. So I had to leave. So then I left, and then, um, then I. Uh, I went straight away to Senegal. Then it was like, corona was like, there was no Ebola, sorry. There was no Ebola in, in Senegal. So I was there for a while and then luckily like I got a contract to go to, to Moscow, to Russia, to, to model. I'm like, okay, I've never been there, but this is an opportunity to so showcase my country. I, um, always, this is a passion because I love Syria. I just think the only way I can give back is to make it known in the world with my own little efforts, you know. So I went there. I was there for a few months. I worked with some companies. And, yeah, at the end of the day, I came to Turkey. But when I came here, Sweden was not known. I don't know about it. It was not known in this part of the world. It was quite challenging, you know. And then when the studios say, Oh, you're from Nigeria or you're from Ghana, they would keep on calling African countries, you know, because those are more popular here. I'm like, no, I'm from the Lion Mountain, I'm from Sierra Leone, the land of Diamond. You know, so the way they see my zeal, I'm very bold, I'm very like, they will be like, Whoa, I would love to visit your country, because your, your energy, is, it's always on point, you know? And then I came here, I saw a flyer from East Africa. I'm like, okay, I might just give it a try. If I don't read, fine, but at the end of the day, at least I was able to be part of the models that are contested, you know. So luckily, I went there, I nailed it, and then I was able to be the winner. And so when people start knowing foreigners, Turkish and other people start knowing Cerulean in this part of the world, you know, so that's how I didn't stop. I kept going, It had been very challenging. But one thing I noticed about pageant, um, pageantry is that um, at some point, you have to be financially if it's not 100 stable but you have to be financially stable because it involves a lot it involves money you know so that's why this switch came in i started doing business the entrepreneur side of me you know um i always believe in business because i just believe that you can you can make use of anything so far and they have a lot of stuff here so i start like obtaining things here as a modern because whenever I put some, people will be like, oh, I love it. Where did you get it from? I'm like, hey, why, why not just like be a brand? Like, why not just start like supplying these things to people, start selling these things to people instead of telling them, go to this outlet, go and get it. So that's how the business came in because I needed something to sustain myself as a model in order not to like start doing something that would not be appealing to my family. So I needed to do something to sustain myself. So that's how everything came about and then up to this point.
1: Now there's a young woman now in Sierra Leone and she's like look i'm modeling maybe i'm you know not getting um Paid what I need to get paid. What are some tips, advice you can give her? Because I even talked to some folks in Sierra Leone, and they said, you know what, the cameramen they always want to chew us up like bubble gum. For those who don't know what that means, sleep with them just for them to take pictures of us, and they're even selling these photos to other people. Um, what's some advice? Because people think model, and a lot of folks who don't know the business think, oh, the models are sleeping their way up to the top, and you really don't sleep your way up to the top ever. You sleep your way down um, so what is advice that you can give a young model right now saying i want i'm a model i'm beautiful but it takes more than booty it takes you know and booty it takes charisma and you have to have you know a personality so advice please for them All
0: Right? yeah um yeah I started actually, so I got a lot of experience because I started my modeling career in in, in Sierra Leone. Um back then, I started in high school. It was not really that um I didn't experience that when I was doing it in high school. I started experiencing that when I came outside, like the real world, you know, not, not school, like the real uh, world. And then it was quite challenging. I I had people. There was a pageant that I contested in uh, in Paris. I was supposed to be the winner. But um two days two days before the pageants, the one of the chief judge then called me that Naomi. We know you have all the potential, we know you can do this and everything, but there's a price you have to pay. Like, you know, uh, nothing goes for nothing. That call is yours already. I'm sure you yourself know that when you see the other models, because some guys literally were stepping down because they knew Naomi was contesting, because they know. Uh, what I've been doing from high school so they all they all know that yeah Naomi whatever she's doing she give her all so she he gave that proposal like we need to meet in one hotel blah 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 I'm like um I'm not mentioning his name here for some reasons I'm like mister um I can't do that I believe in myself um this is a passion I've been doing this so if you say me for me to get the crown, i have to do this i have to sleep with you i can't one of the reasons why i refuse i've never i refuse to always do that is that i don't want to be up there tomorrow and then these people these are the same people that will sit back start start pointing finger at you you know start saying a lot of rubbish like oh she's mine i've done like i've slept with her and everything blah 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 so i stood then Immediately I left his office, I know I was not going to win, but I still didn't give up. I went and contested. They gave me third position. Imagine it was clear. Maybe the audience, just start fighting because it was clear that I, I was supposed to win, and then they gave me third position. I'm like, okay, so this is the end. I'm just going to relax now for pageantry. I'm not going to contest again because I know the bigger I go, especially in my country, I'm going to face this. So... I stood back and then I was just doing um, chaperon, like dressing other models to go and um, contest, like train them like a coach. So that's what I've been doing since I left. So, to young models out there, one thing you have to know you have to believe in yourself, know your self esteem, know what you're capable of doing. If you believe in yourself, trust me, nobody will tell you trash. What is meant for you would definitely be yours. So then I stepped down. I came out of my country, a country where, where I'm not known. At the end of the day, I like I start winning here because I never give up. I believe this is a passion. You have to love this. You will always get this challenge. This is life. Life is full of challenges. You get something like this wherever you go. So just always believe in yourself and and have the faith and confidence in you that I can do this. Okay. Today, Mr. Z said I should do this to get this. I'm not going to do this, but don't stop entirely because of that. Go and do your thing. People might see you. The world is a global world right now. People out there, you might just have contacts you know, for other bigger opportunities. So, yeah, I gave up. Like, I stopped, but I didn't stop the, the career because I loved it. And then I moved from Sierra Leone. And then Now, I'm winning crowns because I never give up. So just believe in yourself and don't allow people to use you to get what they want. So that's my advice. Keep pushing. Keep believing in yourself. And yeah, you will get there someday.
1: Now, to get enough money to be able to go to Russia or go to Dubai or even travel, do you have to then, um, you know, I know, Contests are great, but after the contest is over, how do you get enough money to stay when your visa and your passport doesn't allow you to? Like, are there any you know tips and tricks of once you do cross that border to say now this is what the next step is? It going to school and getting you know the the papers to be able to stay in a country, or is there an organization you know for all those young talents out there that they could you know tie into that maybe. You you, you've worked with that could help them with that transition?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, um from my experience, I observed two things. So living um, in different part of the world, like a country that, that is not yours, that you are not like a citizen of that country. One thing um, I noticed that you that will be able to sustain you is like you being a student. Students is one, or as a model, a professional model, you take your time to find some agencies and apply, enroll yourself to a renowned professional agencies. Any agency that really, like, um, hire you, some, they give you a contract, two years, three years, they will do everything for you. They will give you a, a resident permit, something, so you at least, you stay in the country legal, because I really don't like being illegal, because sometimes I just see it like, um, my freedom, you know, is being like, I'm seized, so, because I love moving around a lot. So, that's, that's the strategy I use. I came here, and then, at first, for the first year, like in Russia, I was working for, um, a company and then when my contract finished and then I'm like okay I need to try somewhere else and then I came to Turkey and then I also started I worked with a company for one year and then it's finished I'm like okay let me try to, to improve myself more because I believed I loved education so I enrolled in one of the universities and then of course I was able to get a resident permit so yeah so I'm still here schooling I'm still here, and then I'm doing my modeling thing, doing my pageantry, and then doing my business. So it goes together, like hand in hand. I I don't just put my egg in one basket. I try different, different things. Whatever works for me, okay, maybe that's the area that God really wants me. So um, those are the two things from my experience, schooling and and enrolling in agency. There are a lot of agency that, that really like the models, especially African models, you know, so... Yeah, that's that's how I was able to sustain myself and stay here legally.
1: Okay, now have you ever thought about teaching this to folks because you know, I know publicly we don't want to badmouth people because you have to live in, you know, certain places, but there are always bad agencies, bad organizations. I'm trying to think of one that I can talk about publicly, because I can say those things, I can afford to have a little bit of beef and funk. And people know that so usually they don't want it with me. But are you know, is there any way where people can hire you for mentorship for coaching?
0: yeah yeah um I've been doing that in Sweden already um anytime I'm downtown, and have some girls that I always coach i always like I'm like sort of an activist a part of being a model you know there are some tips that like that for my experience what I experienced internationally I always give back to them so of course like I've been doing this and I'm, I'm always even here in Turkey. I have other models, you know, hiring me for coach for for a lot of tips. And then yeah, I'm doing even for younger kids coming up. Like I have a foundation, of course, Namiki Foundation. I'm supporting girls, especially in their education. So I'm feeling these all these um these values in in them that yeah. Once you are able to just you just have to believe in yourself and then and another thing, once you just, you don't have to leave your education apart, you have to actually be be um try to to get some knowledge because at the end of the day, without a thorough knowledge. Like it would be very difficult, you know, especially nowadays. You know the 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 world we're living. So yeah, I always do that to young girls. So, you know, I have a lot of girls that I'm mentoring. Like, and some and some I'm there. Like, I, have, I will have a session with them, and I intend to it to a bigger height for now because i was schooling because um in few months time i'll be done and then finally and then i will be having more time israelian and other part of the world that's my intention to go around africa other african countries give my um whatever whatever experience my ideas my whatever i've seen so far to so instill in them positively yeah so i'm planning to, to make it bigger for now i'm doing it but it's on a small scale you know not really that big
1: yeah. Well, no, no giving is on a small scale because you never know the person you're giving to, how that will blossom and what they'll do with it. Tupac said, you know, he'll just wants to be the spark or the seed. And, you know, that will change the world. He was confident of that. And everybody, you know, globally knows Tupac. So we don't know Obama. For all we know, Trump, you know, yeah. who knows? Right. Um, Gaddafi, right. Uh, you know, um, who knows? Um Who inspires who now? A a real issue that I have with the industry of this entertainment, and we hear about you know, me too movement here in the states is that people, you know, say models and video vixens, and that means something different here. Um, and and even then, we get over to Africa and people, you know, socialites, people are having sex. That's always been that's how we are here, folks have sex kids are born there's a there's a thing on both sides where either men think i'm in power and i have to abuse my power by making these women do this or the women feel i can use my sexuality to get whatever i want can you talk about how that has you know ended careers for people or if you have some people you know that it's really helped their career i don't want to be biased but can you talk about what you've seen because you know it, it just depends what game you're playing and if are you really a star If you're sleeping with everybody, are you just a good lay? (laughs) You know, Um, I I just want to get your opinion on that, because I because every time you see a young black woman, especially in Dubai or a young woman from a different country in Dubai, men are saying, oh, who is she sleeping with to get there? And it's like that's not true for everybody
0: exactly yeah so this sometimes is just a perception you know people have like when you're in a certain country yeah like dubai is a a good example like most of the bloggers there so this is a perception people have yeah we have some people that are willingly doing that like this is what they chose it's their life we can't judge them you understand they are, they are, they are the boss of their bodies. So, but not every blogger. Some girls are really, really hard working. They walk their way through. And then this thing um has hindered a lot of um potential um um girls like people with potential. It has hindered them and in the sense that I would take for example, like there are some jobs you apply you apply for just like what I happened to me for. The previous mix um, um, that I actually break me down. If I wasn't um strong enough, if like I didn't have passion for this career, how would I would have been done with good mood like a long time ago. How would I would have just like, you know what? No. Because even our people, they have the perception, oh, when you're a model, oh, you're this, you're sleeping with that, you're sleeping with that. And it's really not true sometimes. sometimes. Some people just love this career. This is genuine. Yeah, um I was not really focusing on that part because of the stigma, but my teacher, like, she believed in me. So why not me believing in myself? So since then I didn't stop. No matter what I faced, I kept pushing. But yeah, these things are happening and it's really not good. These things need to be stopped. Like, you know, you need to do this before getting these things. People that are really fit for the job for some certain jobs, they are giving them the option that you have to be sleep you have to do this, and then in order to get um, this, so yeah, so it's it's something really crazy, and um, I'm not in support of like, especially um, people into the entertainments and you know, like sleeping their way through. At the end of the day, um, you reach to something stuff. like you, you you yourself, you actually feel bad about yourself, you know, because everybody just pointing. people talk nowadays. They talk. So just just believe what you're doing. If you believe that, okay, this is what works for me best, then good for you. I have no right to judge. I don't judge people. You know, but from my own side, what I've experienced, I don't see that as as something that I should hold on, you know, to work my way through. Yeah.
1: Okay. And working your way through, uh, we have to let the people know you are. It's reported the first black African woman to win Miss Global International. How right. did that feel? You're in history. You're in the history book.
0: Right, right. I'm really from the first day, I was really overwhelmed. You know, just like I was saying earlier on, the 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 crown topic on this is passion. Um, this company contacted me like two years ago to go represent Sierra Leone. And I got a lot of um, hurdles, a lot of uh, hard times, like going for this pageant. First was my exam, two looking for sponsor because it involves money. You know, imagine Dubai is so expensive going to Dubai. You know, so I was like, uh, there, there came a time that I really want the all my really wanted to to go represent but. I'm not financially stable, I'm not strong to do this. So what I did, I, I emailed the people. I'm like, okay, now cope with this. So I'm my husband, I'll go the next year. So they said, okay, fine. Now maybe but we really, really want you to be part of this. So I started saving up, just like I, I, I said before, doing my business and start raising up something, and then yeah, I even went down to my country, Sierra Leone, to try to seek for sponsors. It was pretty hard. I will not lie, people, because people would be like, "Oh, because some people don't believe in you. They don't believe you can do this." So they'll be like, "There is no point for me to invest in her. She might just maybe she will not even get any position." You know. So I faced that actually. So at the end of the day, I believe I kept pushing, and yeah, I was able to to fit all the requirements and then go for the pageant to Dubai. When I went there the first few days, when I start seeing the other models like Miss USA, Miss India, Miss Ukraine, Miss Romania, France, I'm like, whoa, you know, I'm beautiful, but you sometimes you take a look at some some models and be like, oh, she's really pretty, you know. But one thing that kept me going was my confidence. I I believed in myself. Nothing kills my spirit. I have that positive energy always. So, yeah, some of them are more beautiful. And then everybody has their own beauty in their own different way. I'm beautiful in my own way, you know, so... We start doing the competition and everything. And then the first um, appearance was um, talent. I I wrote a poem and then I displayed. I did, did it like a drama form. And that was one thing that started giving me edge. When I'm on a stage, I don't I don't want to know who is in front of me. I don't care about who, whoever. I just do me. I do my thing. You know, so I'm like, I'm out of this world. Like, this is a different Naomi when I'm when, when I'm on stage, I'm a different Naomi. When I'm home, I'm normal Naomi. So I did exploit to the talents and continue. And we had series of interviews, and even some of the judges, I didn't know they were among us, like judges, they were already among us. Like they start, like there are some questions, they'll just walk up to you, they just start asking me some questions, and I'm very always active to answer questions, you know, to interact. And then I remember that there is one judge from Ukraine, she was like you are so different i would love to come to your country like i've i've, I've never known about your country but what i'm seeing right now, your energy man like i feel it so like i felt so good and then i kept that energy and then yeah we 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 um, did and some of my outfits also was was like handmade from civilian because i wanted to promote civilian brand you know so everything was just really well customized and then until the finale and the time, the questioning time and everything, I was not really talking too much. Like when they asked me questions, do I make sure I go just straight to the points, hit it right there. And yeah, and to be honest, I never thought I'm going to be the winner. I was thinking that maybe I'm going to be like first or second runner-up based on my talents. But yo, when they called me, Naomi Cerville-Leon, the winner, man... That feeling I can't explain. To be honest, it's so overwhelming, so so much. So I just thank God. I know it's grace. You know, it has been God throughout um, this um, this uh, um, journey, and my team—they are great. They kept pushing. They kept giving me the, the confidence. I I even felt sick w- when I was in Dubai. Can you imagine? So I had to like really be strong to do this. So yeah, I almost collapsed after the the uh, uh, movements. I felt so bad. What's the benefit of
1: somebody, you know, if they sponsor you? um, This is a teachable moment for somebody. If a sponsor sponsors you in Dubai, what do they get with that sponsor? Do you then become like a brand ambassador throughout the whole country? Do you mention them every time, like you give a speech? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so, well,
0: um, this is one of the reasons why I really... Um, before going for this pageant, I went to and I stayed in Swaziland for like six months because I wanted to be hundred percent Swaziland. Every single thing you see on me, everything should be Swaziland. But unfortunately, I didn't get a lot of sponsors. But few people came on board, and I went with their brand. So the thing is about people coming on board to sponsor one, like every single outfit I was wearing, every single model they were coming up to me and asking me, where did you get a Who designs from your country? Like you will get to get a lot of people that will be interested in your brand and your brand will be known in that part of the world and your brand will be go because, like, over 40 different models, 40, 50, all of these people will know. And I don't just wait for them to walk up to me. I, I talk to them. I go to them. I'm like, you see this blazer that I'm wearing? It's for so, 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 like, it's from this company in, in my country and this is the link you can order. Like, I try to do also do the area of marketing for them. You understand, so most companies, and of course I'll print a flyer or banner and everything, I will actually literally promote them. In my pitch, in in my speech, every single thing I'm doing, I'll make sure their names are mentioned. So in every single way you'll be known, like in other part of the world, you go like all over. Okay, they've been doing their their promotion and everything, but trust me, pageantry is one of the biggest platforms that is really necessary to, to promote your brand. So yeah, there are a lot of benefits—a whole lot. You'll be known, and then yeah, you start having mixed audience supporting your brand. That's Okay, one of so the- so if you have a brand, it can really uh, blow up your brand
1: and give yeah. you are the walking billboard. Now yeah. you have a you have something to offer the brand. I'm gonna pivot the conversation, and I want to talk about how, how has leaving Sierra Leone increased your, um, your business IQ. And I, and let me tell you why I'm asking this all going through Salome, becoming a new citizen. So many people told me when I said, Hey, where is the black on this or the black on that? They said, you know, us Sierra Leone, we're not really business-minded people. We really it was almost like a defeatist thing. And then my wife, who was from Cameroon, said, you know, this West Africa learned helplessness stuff. It has to stop because it's very bad here in Sierra Leone where people would rather you give them something. Just give it to me because I'm in need or I say I'm in need. Right. But you have nothing to offer. Like you have no business plan, but you say you want to do a business and you want help. How has leaving Sierra Leone helped you with your business or did you already have that business acumen and IQ? Um
0: well yeah I've already had it when I was in Sierra Leone cuz but I was not really strong to study but I um what can I say Business is something, just like I said, I, I try to link it up with my career because the two things goes together because at the end of the day, I need something to to strengthen my um, career, to keep going. So I've always thought about business, you know, that's, that has been like a plan B in my career. But when I was in Australia, I started it actually like locally. There are a lot of like small, small things I would do. I would buy and sell, buy uh, and, and promote to people and sell people. There are a lot of different ways I do it, you know. It depends on how the, the individual want to do it. So the idea was there. I started it small. And then when I left Sweden, I like I expanded, I take it like, start doing bigger things than before the way i was doing it. so the two things will always go together you know no matter how small just you must have a plan you must like just have a vision of something don't just jump into okay i want to do business you must have an idea anything whatsoever you're doing you must have an idea about it for you to really bring out the best in that thing so yeah i i already had what i really want to do so when i left it became easier i just like expanded and make it bigger so
1: yeah okay are there any books or is there any courses somebody in freetown all through sierra leone can read because when i hear let's say uh, a a great business person i think in sierra leone like even from drivers i'm like you don't have an online profile There's nothing on Instagram saying you you're the best taxi cab driver with the best car and an AC online like you're not marketing yourself. And all these JCs are right here, you know, and and you're not you're not taking advantage. We have to find you and and, and we have to find you the hard way by word of mouth. Like, what would you what do you think Salon needs or are there any books we need to flood the market with or learning to help? Because the Lebanese, we love them. But the Lebanese and the Indians
0: can't have all the business. The Chinese can't have all the business. Exactly. True. True. So, yeah. So, I think we actually need that. My country need that because um back then, I would say the online presence now is becoming something else. It's taking um, another level. You know, back then, it's, there's nothing like that. You know, uh, if you want to get something you have to go like physical this, uh, you have to really be go out there physical and start looking for these people so um to get these things done but of late recently we have good we have people now that are like trying to establish this online presence but what you are saying right now something like books or maybe just um like any um um something like a journal or something that will just like give them an idea. They can go through this. They'll be like, okay, these are the odds and these these are my advantage if I take up this. Those things are not common in Sweden. You know, like books, you have to read a book. There are a few people that are like um that are uh, that, that really establishing that, like, for Nigeria, I can say, for example, they have a lot of entrepreneurs that, that have books that do seminars, workshops, you know, to be a proper entrepreneur, to really know how to go about it. But in Sierra Leone, it's not really too common, you know, and those are the things that I think we really need to work on, you know, so, yeah.
1: Okay, it's, so that's what we're going to work on. So, so, so my, my, my companies, in Sierra Leone, Um, that I work with, whether it's um, Coleman PR firm, whether it's Diallo, you guys ask about Diallo, we'll we'll get you right, we'll get you pitch ready. But we have to do that because again, I I have a different love for the Lebanese. The Lebanese helped me when I was a young 18, 19 year old in need and I was helped and they wouldn't even take my money. Like the way they helped me, I'm like, oh my God. Gosh, you know my own family would not have helped me like this at midnight. Me being lost, so I really have a love and find them to be friendly. But if you're gonna have a, a country, everybody has to participate and contribute, and it can't just be one people or three types of people doing a certain business. You have to want to be active, and you can't be a beggar. You know, I am um, hey, I'm, 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 I can go on and on. Bye. Tell, Bye. tell. Yeah, tell yeah. the people, tell the people with all your works, you've mentioned some things um, already that you've done in the community, but can you tell the people another community give back that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future?
0: okay um so into i'm somebody that is very passionate about kids since 2016 i told you when i won the miss africa here i was finding a way to give back to my country and then i can't thank everybody enough i can't i can't say um i can't give back to every single person so me having passion for kids uh after the um the the mudslide because we had the severe mudslide then after the mudslide and the the ebola um there are a lot of kids that were left in the street and a lot of kids that became orphans so i came up with naomi k foundation so this foundation is basically supporting street kids you know more especially girls because I grew up in Africa, I know how it is, very, very tough for girls. So yeah, my foundation is for both boys and girls, actually, but my focus is for girls. So I would take some of these kids from the streets and then cater for them and try to make them feel comfortable, like give them shelter and then and put them back to school. Because I believe, you know, I cannot continue to, um, there's a saying that, um, Instead of always giving me fish, show me how to catch that fish, you know. So if me always like giving these kids, not trying to empower them, at the end of the day, it will yield no positive um fruit. So I'm sending them back to school because if they become empowered educationally so they can stand up for themselves anywhere in the world. So I have these kids I'm taking care of. Since 2016, I've been supporting them. They're in the province. You know, every year I do different donations from different um, from different um province, sometimes free time, sometimes in the province. I'm more focused in the province because a lot of people are there that, are, that are really need this help, that are really suffering. So yeah, in 2016 I did that and then I did some donation to the mod slide people that we have uh, that we affected by the mod slide and I went to different hospitals and did do some donations. And then in 2019, again, I went to the province again. I started donating pads. And back then, because I noticed there are a lot of young girls, um, they even don't know what the sanitary pads. You know, they are using rug um, during their menstrual cycle. So I went there, and then I really uh, I educated them on how to use it and how uh, hygienic it is you know to use it so i've been doing it i've I've done it for cripples and then for um yeah so it's it's a continuous thing and this is since i started actually it's self-sponsored but the thing that kept me always going that this is this is what i've always been saying it's passion i believe in these people i believe in these kids so even without sponsor I'm still not going to stop. One day, I might get the right people that will come on board I'll be like, okay, I'm going to help you to push this. So, yeah, so for now, Foundation is sure there. It has been established since 2016 and up to date, it's still functioning. And then, uh, yeah, I have a lot of kids and they're doing well, and, yeah, especially in their education. So, yeah, that's that. Well, you guys have
1: got the game. I could go on and on, you know, but I want you to <laughs> go and look in the links in the description and go follow Miss Naomi Kay, I want you to tap in. And if you say, you know what, I also want to contribute to that and and help um, whichever way you can you know your gift will make room for you so that might be something wherever you are listening in the world to say I want to help I want to do more because I haven't done enough I've been blessed by the best and I want to give back but you need teams to do that we cannot do it by ourselves we need unity we we, you know we know the poor will be with us always but we have to do our parts and and try so I thank you Naomi for coming on I hope everybody who has gotten this game shares this game because you gave some yep. real jewels to show people how to win you guys share this game with somebody. It will change their life. Y'all be blessed. Oh,
0: thank you, Karen. And thanks for really having me and then stay blessed and keep in church. Thank you everyone for listening, for tuning in and one love Naomi care is coming hard. I have another beauty pageant I'll be attending to. So Stay tuned. I'm coming hard for you guys with another bigger surprise.
2: Are you tired of the rat race in America? Are you ready to visit the motherland to relax and rejuvenate? Are you ready to explore all that Africa has to offer? Then check out the brand new Diversified Game Academy course, Prepare for My First Trip to Africa. Are you worried about being able to afford the trip? We got you. We will show you how to travel either on a budget or as a baller. Learn how to stress the value of the USD. Did you know that 100 United States dollars is worth over 1000 South African Rand or 10,000 Kenyan shillings or 54,250 West African CFA? Are you worried about taking your kids? Get the game from Kelly Cash, a bona fide world traveler having traveled to almost 20 countries. Several of those in Africa, get the game on taking your kids on their first trips. Learn how to find the best tickets, get the visas and plan your own adventures in Africa. Don't let Eddie Murphy have all the fun Plan your own coming to Africa trip, starring you, produced by you and featuring you. If you are ready for a life changing experience, sign up for our course today, Diversified Game Academy. Get prepared and purchase at diversifiedgame.com.